Hey, did you hear that one about the guy who just stopped huffing glue? Yeah, now he's gluten-free. Alright, welcome to 10 with Quinn, a special Sunday edition. Uh, all jokes aside about uh, glue huffing, I have a report in my hands right here. Uh, I found it from my local university, Humboldt State. The title of the report is the Whippet Epidemic. This is apparently, you see this report, and it is made to make you believe that this is the worst thing ever. This is a new epidemic. It's like the new plague. The Whippet Epidemic, big on the cover of this magazine. And we open it up. And there's a big picture of a whippet. Now, I realize I didn't really know what a whippet is. So, a whippet, for those of you who don't enjoy huffing things that kill brain cells, a whippet is a little cartridge, cartridge of uh, nitric oxide that restaurants use to make whipped cream. Restaurants don't make whipped cream how we make whipped cream. They have a tube that they put this nitrous oxide in and it's full of cream and they disperse a trigger and it explodes whipped cream everywhere. So it's not really much different than how we do it. We just buy it with the nitrous oxide pre-programmed into the whipped cream. So when we turn the whipped cream over and we press that little knob, that's what's powering the cream to come out, is that nitrous oxide. Now, some people are stupid enough to inhale this stuff. Some people think, oh, gosh, that'd be a great... I'm just going to inhale that stuff and see what happens. So what happens is kills your brain cells. You inhale it into your lungs. It's not oxygen. Your body processes it, takes it to your brain, and it kills your brain cells. But people do it. I wouldn't say it's common, but apparently, according to this local college magazine, it is an epidemic. So I had to read into it, and I'm reading into it, and right in the first page, the report talks about, they talk about the people the poor workers at the hospital that are just burdened by this new epidemic of a drug that's not illegal that I've never heard of anyone using, but no, no, they're burdened by it. It's tough to be in the hospital because of this. And then right here, they put in the first page, on average, she, meaning one of the people they're talking about in the hospital, gets a call related to whippets. Once every six months. Two calls a year. Related to it. No, but okay, so this epidemic so far doesn't seem like anything. So I keep reading on. I like to figure out where they get the idea of these catchy titles. Kind of try to disprove their little title there. Um, and then they go and talk about a local store owner who sells... These cartridges to businesses. Hundreds of cartridges in a pack. The business comes and buys them. Should be no problem. Well, she felt like this epidemic was real. Maybe she read this and believed it. 
So she made a rule in her store without government, without legislation, without the superior governing body of California. She said, look, you got to have a business ID to buy these. You got to have business ID to buy hundreds of these Whippet cartridges. Sensible, smart, needed no government legislation, needed no laws. And it's functioning. It's working. She said, people don't even try anymore. But here's the thing. This is not a drug. This isn't a controlled substance. This, this is not illegal. It's not against the law to sell them. It, it's just you're inhaling a substance that then kills your brain cells. It gives you a feeling that your this is how they said it, that your face is falling off. And I don't know about you, but I don't want my face to fall off. I don't want it to feel like it's falling off. I don't want to see it falling off. I don't want anything to do with it falling off. So why anyone would do this is beyond me. But this is where the article turns interesting. Again, they, they put another stat in here I just absolutely love. Talking about one of the police officers... 13 years on the police force, she has made a whopping three Whippet arrests. I don't know how you arrest somebody for something that's not illegal, but where this article turns unfortunate is the litany of proposed legislation to solve the problem of so-called Whippet epidemic. They are trying to make it illegal. You can't buy it. Businesses have to buy it directly from the distributor. So unnecessary. It, it clearly works that a business can just say, hey, look, we're not selling these unless you have a business license. Or you could just sell them and people are going to buy them because people are stupid. Think of it. What's next? You're going to have to go to the gas station and plug your noses by law because people are huffing the vapors from the gasoline. Look, anything can get you, get stupid people high like that. And we don't need legislation. It clearly works that a small business can say, you have to show me your business license. I'm not selling you 500 of these. It makes no sense to involve government in this. And that, besides the outrageous title of an epidemic, really, three calls in her illustrious career of 13 years as a police officer, and once every six months in the ER, it's not an epidemic, and we don't need government to solve this problem. This one is out of this world. Do you know who Neil deGrasse Tyson is? The leading astro... Astrophysicist, scientist for... Millennials, I guess. He's this guy. He's very scientific and he debates people and he, he can give you a thousand reasons God isn't real and all this science-backed uh, stuff. He's a smart guy. He is a smart guy. Some of his stuff is interesting. But... Nevertheless, 
He has been targeted with the most recent Me Too allegation. Except this time, he is not a conservative. He's one of them. He's a millennial. I don't know if he's a millennial, but he's in their camp. He's definitely a, a uh, Democrat, a liberal. Now, what's interesting about this is ordinarily this would not get covered. And trust me, it's not covered on any sort of major news air site or on TV. But I found it nevertheless. But the interesting part about it is not that of people are bad people. Generally, they do bad things. And we, we really should just kind of not be so surprised that, and that Democrats, whoever, can also do bad things. But what he's doing is he's pushing back against this. I, I, I'm just sorry, folks. I'm just trying to pull this up. He was accused, and this was this is the weirdest part. Uh, his uh, sexual misconduct allegation is over a quote special handshake. So apparently, here's the story. He's at an airport and he sees a friend, female friend, science friend, nerdy friend. And he knows a handshake that she knows or something, but somehow forgot, and it involves thumbs. And I'm not even joking with you. I'm slightly paraphrasing it, but that's how that story kind of went. But this is the part I need to talk about. He's pushing back against these blanket allegations. And this guy, if you ever see this guy, um, yeah, he's, he's definitely a nerd. He's not really like a lady killer or anything like that. But he says... For a ver- this is his quote. For a variety of reasons, most justified, some unjustified, men accused of sexual inappropriate inappropriateity. Man, I can't say that word. In today's Me Too climate, is presumed to be guilty by the court of public opinion. Emotions bypass due process. People choose sides, and the social media wars begin. In any claim, evidence matters. Evidence always matters. But what happens, it's just one person's word against another, and stories don't agree. That's when people tend to pass judgment on who is more credible than whom. And that's when an impartial investigation can best serve the truth. Look, folks, what do you think the whole Kavanaugh thing was about? What do you think that was about? For a variety of reasons, this is back to Neil deGrasse Tyson's quote, most justified, some unjustified men accused of sexual improperity in today's Me Too movement climate are presumed to be guilty in the court of public opinion. Yeah, no, duh. That's what this has all been about. This has all been about, we can't just say, Oh, she accused you of something? Then you're guilty. Let's stone him. He's done. And this is one of them saying this. So maybe they'll listen. Maybe they'll see that. Wait a minute. This reminds me of a certain Supreme Court hearing where somebody made a absolutely... This is a... This allegation is just kind of comical, a special handshake. But Kavanaugh's allegations were mind-blowingly dark and just things you don't even want to talk about with no evidence and guess who was presumed guilty.
Yeah, this one's sure to blow your socks off, and I have to talk about it. It's been talked about forever, but they missed the point of gun violence. Guns are not the problem, but I'll show you why right now. So in the U.S., we've had a total of 33,599 gun deaths in one year. Sounds like a lot, right? Sounds like a really big number. 33,000. Whoa. But, folks, let me tell you something. And hold on here. 33,000. Think about that. That's bigger than my town. And it's easy for somebody to say that with no evidence. But I have the evidence here from the CDC. You know how many of those 33,000 were suicide? 21,058 of that 33,000 was suicide. Not homicide, not mass shootings, not crazy things that make big news stories. No, no, 21,558 of those were suicide. The vast majority of those were suicide. But let's break it down more. Some people say, well, a lot of these, you know, some people that are pro-gun, they'll say, well, a lot of those were accidents. Not many accidents in the vast scheme of things. 546 total gun accidents. But the one that the news media loves, liberals love to talk about, claim that this is the reason for all their gun laws. This stat is the reason. Homicides. The total homicides, I believe this is 2014 statistics from the CDC, 11,726. Still a lot. Give you credit for, I'll give them, this is too many. Vastly too many. But out of the 33,000, it's barely a third of all the violence. But they don't say that. They don't, the media doesn't say what is what, what percentage is what. They just say there's been 33,000, which is like a big number. But it's not that big. And when you think about it and you put it in perspective with this next thing I'll show you. It's the DUI or impaired driving statistics of people that have died as a result of somebody driving under the influence. There has been a total, this is 2016, so just a couple years ago, 10,000 people, 500, 10,500 died as a result of somebody driving with a DUI, somebody driving under the influence, somebody driving drunk and smashed into them, and they died. 10,000. Just about a thousand, under a thousand less than the homicide. Now, to get your license, it's a very easy process. You can get a motor vehicle and drive a motor vehicle very easy. You have to pass background checks. You have to pass different things to get a gun. It's much easier to get a license. And by the way, this is not total car deaths. This is just DUIs. This is people driving 
under the influence of alcohol or marijuana, some other drug. I couldn't even find the total deaths. But they have, if, you, if they're not more than a thousand, then the statistics, that's not right. There's more car deaths every day than gun deaths, including, including suicide. Folks, yes, of course, there's always a problem of homicide. And largely those happen, those problems happen in cities where gun laws are the tightest. I don't understand how people can ignore the fact that places with the strictest, toughest gun laws have the most crime per capita, have the most gun crime per capita. I don't, how can you even say, yeah, this is, we're doing good on gun control. It's like they don't understand who criminals are. Criminals don't follow the law. They don't care what the gun laws are. But in states like Wyoming, New Hampshire, Vermont, where Texas, where gun laws are a lot more constitutional, there's no crime. We looked this up. I looked this up the other day because I was just in New Hampshire. There was 123 gun deaths in the state of New Hampshire in 2016. 123 out of a small state in New Hampshire. And the website that I was reading this on reported them as the 20th, 20th safest place for gun violence per capita. Now, I was like, this is, that cannot be right. So I clicked view data and it broke it down. Guess how many of those were suicide? 123. 100% of their gun deaths were suicide. They had no homicides. Zero. Zilch. Nothing. There, there is an absolute truth to more gun restrictions, more laws do not create safer places. In fact, it should be the other way for, and, and flip it with cars. There should be a harder time. It should be harder to get your license, a background check to get your license, but that doesn't fit politically. And I can't get into that. Can't get into any more of that, but I just needed to break that down for you. That's it. Sunday is over. Have a great Sunday. Go out there. Have a good time. Hopefully the weather is good. We'll see you next time. Town with Quinn.
Yeah, that's it, my friends. That is 10 with Quinn. Probably the last one ever. Last one. Been a fun time. Fun thing to do. Thanks for joining me on 10 with Quinn.